Hello and welcome back to Season 2 of Mental Music, a podcast made for teens by teens, discussing mental health from a teenage perspective. My name is George. And I'm Kelsey. Today we're going to be talking about the everyday aspects of mental health. A lot of the time when we talk about mental health, we talk about the more serious conditions that can dramatically impact someone's life. However, today we're going to talk about the importance of maintaining positive mental health, even if you don't have a diagnosed mental illness, and everyday things you can do to improve your mental health. Uh, first up, we have a song by Carly Goya. It's called Oh Na Na. Hope you enjoy. Just singing my feet in the sand, running in circles, high skin burning on my lips. Feels like there's a tomorrow, and it seems like gonna see it too. I'm in my dreams, standing on waterfalls, chasing the clouds next to me. Hope you enjoyed that song. So in this segment, we'll be talking about uh, general mental health, how it can differ from mental illnesses, and what effects it can have on your life. So first up, what is mental health? According to the World Health Organization, mental health is more than the absence of mental disorders. 
It is a state of well-being in which every individual realizes his or her own potential, can cope with the normal stresses of life, can work productively and fruitfully, and is able to make a contribution to his or her community. So mental well-being can be comprised of feelings of happiness, contentment, and fulfillment in life. However, they are certainly not limited to this. There are many other integral aspects of one's mental health. These include having productivity, or the ability to contribute to one's community, self-esteem and self-confidence, resilience, and the ability to cope with adversity and any problems that may come up, and stress management, being able to cool down under the stresses of life, homework, you name it. So for every year that it has been running, the Stress and Wellbeing in Australia survey has shown the age group with the lowest level of well-being is generally young adults. So people from the ages of 18 to 25, so typically uni students. Looking forward to it. <laughs> and the group with the highest well-being is old adults, around 56 plus people who are generally going into retirement or in their last few years of working life. It is important to note that general mental health and mental illnesses are different things. Uh, mental illnesses include like specific problems, I suppose, such as depression or OCD, which can be diagnosed and pinpointed, I suppose. And they specifically affect a person, how they feel, think and behave in different ways. Yeah. And you have a different strategy to monitor these. Mm-hmm. Mental health, however, is different because it's more holistic and contains several different aspects. As George was saying earlier, the productivity, self-esteem, all of that is under the general umbrella of mental well-being. Mm-hmm. Essentially, uh, a good mental health equals a better quality of life. It supports your ability to develop healthy relationships, um, interactions, make good life choices. <laughs> Uh, maintain physical health and well-being, develop resilience to adversity as we discussed before, and contribute to our communities in whichever way that may be. That that could include uh, maintaining uh, a nice conversation with someone, making someone's date nicer, or something, I'm not sure, larger, something, some Copernican revolution that you induce. Or simply just volunteering and helping out. For certain. And our second segment will include information on the small things you can do to improve your mental well-being and the basics of mental healthiness and what self-love, self-care, how that all helps. Our next song is One Day by Olivia Ruby. Hope you enjoy. When I look up at the stars I wonder The world is 
five steps that you can take to improve your mental well-being firstly connect uh, spend time developing relationships go out with friends go on a family outing join a club of some sort for example a, a team team sport dance group choir etc um, just find a way uh, within your community where you can interact with other people Secondly, be active. Exercise can help with mild depression and it releases endorphins which boosts mood and self-esteem. It can be really helpful if you've maybe had an off day or something to go out for a walk or a quick run. Having something to focus your mind and your energies on is really helpful for just focusing on that moment and getting through it. It's really helpful. It's something of an outlet. It can be like therapeutic and actually help you relax. So keep learning. Learning new skills and knowledge helps your self-esteem, creates a sense of purpose. So, for example, taking up a new hobby. Cooking. Languages. Coding. Uh, you choose. You name it. This can help you maintain interest in the world around you and focus yourself, I guess. Also, try giving to others. Cooperating with and giving to others can activate the brain's reward center. Something like volunteering in your local community, or just doing small acts of kindness. For example, sending a really nice text message to someone takes five minutes out of your day. Offer help to friends and family if they're struggling with something. And being there for each other is a really nice sense. Mm -hmm. And so the last one is being mindful. Um, mindfulness is awareness of ourselves and our environment. It can help relieve stress and mild depression. Um, mindfulness activities include yoga, guided meditation, going for a walk, anything to, to focus your energies. So, for example, what we are talking about before, being active, um, going for a run can also be a mindfulness activity, helping you uh, focus and then relax. And there's a big link between music and mental health hence why we have this podcast <laughs> and incorporating music into your everyday life can help you to elevate your mood and motivation for something it can aid relaxation especially classical music and increase the efficiency of your brain processing now according to uh, a survey conducted in australia the five most popular ways of managing stress um, are watching television or movies which can help because you're focusing on what a different person, a different character, a different scene, and just immersing yourself in that world can help you forget about maybe your own struggles. Mm -hmm. Focusing on the positives 
So if something bad happens in your day, focus on something else that was maybe really good about your day or a different thing. So if you're focus if something happened like you didn't get a great mark on your assessment piece, maybe also a friend recovered from a bad illness or you did really well in something else. Just focus on whatever good thing happened instead of the bad things. And you don't have to feel bad about this because you're not ignoring the bad things. You're simply focusing on the good things and then being able to progress more in, the, in that moment. Later on, you're able to focus your efforts towards bettering the world in your little sphere. Spending time with friends or family. This relates back to what we were saying before about connecting and really getting out there in the community. It's nice to spend time with friends and family and relax and just hang out together. Listening to music. Again, very helpful, as we said earlier, and what we at Mental Music really like to promote. Yeah, just casual product placement. <laughs> um, and reading. Which, uh, same idea with movies and um, relaxation. It's therapeutic, it allows you to relax. Um, Immerse yourself yeah. in something else. Mm-hmm. Having a good, a good routine is also a very good technique to improve your mental well-being. So studies show that maintaining a regular sleep pattern helps elevate and regulate mood, cognitive function, and overall perception of well-being. And not only your sleep routine, but say a study routine, anything that can help with consistency, it can lessen stress and just make you focus on the task ahead. Yeah, exactly. In fact, um, research indicates that uh, there's a link between sleep disruption and sorry, sleep disruptions and mood disorders. Uh, in 2009, a study showed that um, men who worked night shifts for four years or more were more likely to have anxiety and depression than those who worked during the day, which is simply due to um, a disruption within their daily routine. It's very difficult to maintain that uh, night shift, working through the night, sleeping through the day, while also keeping up with like, friends, for example, and other things. Okay, and finally, um, here are some tips on how you can practice self-care, how you can look after yourself. You can write down your feelings, goals, reflections, positive messages to yourself perhaps, things you're grateful for or upset about. Writing down your feelings provides a really good outlet and can help you to clarify any emotions. Additionally, take some time away from social media. It can be a very big source of stress, especially to teenagers. And also, it makes it difficult to sleep or relax after spending time on social networking sites, which disrupts your sleep routine and just adds more stress later on. Develop supportive friendships and uh, share problems with people that you trust. Again, a similar concept with writing down your feelings. This can help you step away from the feelings themselves and analyze them and clarify them and be able to digest them and then perhaps approach them could also maybe get a different perspective of it from your friend and it's really good for you to again connect with the people you trust and have a mutual relationship where you can depend on each other and help each other through this. If you have if you're very religious perhaps and you have a strong faith it can be useful to go to your place of worship and that can help you relax and 
maybe it kind of links to meditation you can focus on the surroundings and your spirituality if you have one and finally you can practice positive self-talk becoming aware of negative self-talk and then consciously replacing it with positive affirmations these can be written down or displayed somewhere you're likely to see them or simply recognizing them in your head when you think them and kind of reversing them so that they portray some positive aspect. A good technique is if you write down some positive affirmations and things you like about yourself and then placing them on the mirror so every morning when you wake up and brush your hair, brush your teeth, you can read them <laughs> and be very optimistic about the day ahead. Our last song is The Woods by Chloe. Hope you enjoy. Smile spread across your face. 
Thanks for listening to this mental music podcast. All the songs and sources we used this episode are linked in the description below. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by searching at Mental Music Pod. You can also find these links and other resources on our website, www.mentalmusic.org. Uh, if we've made a mistake or you would like to give us some feedback, please contact us through our website or social media pages. Until next time. Bye. Thank you.